The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. What makes a successful entrepreneur? One who is constantly worried about the success of their business to the point where they don't have any time for themselves? Or one who keeps an eye on business but also makes time for the rest of their life? Welcome to Reclaim Your Freedom with host Shirley Dalton. In this program, you'll learn how to create an amazing, successful business and still have time for a life. Now, here's Shirley Dalton. Hello and welcome everyone. Thanks so much for tuning in. I do appreciate your company and I trust that you're getting tremendous value from the guests on our show. I know I look forward to each interview and to learning more about our guests, their topic, myself and how to improve myself and my business. The fact that you're here tells me that you too like to grow and develop. So with that in mind, let's introduce our guest for this week founder of I Forgive You and happy lover of life, Sue Henry. Now, you won't want to miss today's interview because Sue is going to share her secrets to being happier, even when your business or relationship is at an all-time low. Welcome, Sue. Hello, Shirley. Uh, Sue, I'm so excited for today because I know what you've got to share is so important for people. You know, life is not always up and uh, occasionally it goes down and what you're going to share with us today is that how we can manage ourselves around that. So I'll just give people a little bit of a background around what, um, what you've been doing and, and what you're doing now. So, Sue, you've been an experienced consultant in business for over 20 years and you worked with business owners, helping them to identify the next steps for their businesses and mentoring and project managing and actually executing the plans with them. And you were happy doing that until tragedy struck your family and jettisoned you into a new world, one you were not equipped with and certainly didn't want to deal with. Now you're turning that tragedy into something that can help millions of people around the world to forgive and to be happy. Sue, please tell us a little about what happened to change your life so dramatically. Thanks, Shirley. Um, yes, in uh, January 2012, I was happily uh, going about my life and um, one evening I received a phone call to let me know that my father, my 72-year-old father, had been assaulted in his home during a home robbery and um, could I possibly get to the hospital as soon as I could? He was unlikely to make it through the night. And uh, wow. that pretty much stopped me dead in my tracks. <laughs> and um, he did make it through the night, which was very fortunate. He then went into a coma for the next three and a half months. Um, and when he finally came out of the coma, we had about, about three good weeks with him and in, in and out of communication. So he could speak a little, but not a lot due to his injuries. Um, and he finally passed away due to those injuries. Wow, I'm so sorry to hear that, and that's certainly not a phone call anyone wants to ever receive. No, no, no it's quite amazing what 
actually goes through your mind in a moment like that. Uh-huh. So what does what does go through your mind? Because I just oh. I can't imagine it. Yeah, look, the, the interesting part to this story is that my father and I had always had a tumultuous relationship. You know, we, we, we got on quite well, but we were very, I guess we were very alike in a lot of ways. So mm-hmm. that a lot of um, stubbornness and a lot of disagreements with one another. And in fact, we hadn't, we hadn't, we'd had a fallout and we hadn't spoken for five years and we reconciled a month before the assault. So... We were still very much in the early phases of rebuilding our father-daughter relationship um, when all of this happened. And in the moment that I took that call, all of those disagreements and arguments fell away. And mm-hmm. all I could think about was how much I loved my father and how much I wanted him to pull through the night. Wow. Gosh. that's I got goosebumps just <laughs> then when you were saying that. And uh, Wow. So, so tell us what happened then. Like you, you've um, you've taken that because that would be just such an event that a lot of people, I would think, would be just cowering in the corner, not able to go on. And yet you have, and you're turning this tragedy now into something that can help people. But it wasn't an easy road, was it? Oh, definitely not. Um, those first. Those particularly those first three or four weeks were um, uh, the craziest, most incredible, disturbing uh, roller coaster ride of life and emotions that I've ever experienced, and I would not want anybody to ever have to experience them. You know, we went from he wasn't going to make it through the night to he might make it to. He had several operations in the first few weeks after the assault, um, one of which he actually passed away on the table. But because of the laws here in Australia, he had to be revived. So they brought him back to life. Um, You know, so there were many, many moments that challenged me as a person with my feelings. And and I went from everything from sadness to anger to frustration with, uh, you know, the judicial system, with our hospital systems to to loving both of those things because of the care um, and the compassion that came from the people working within those industries. And you, at some level, have to dig deep within yourself to find the strength to go on. And one of the things that I learnt a lot through that time was that a lot of stuff comes down to choice. And we sometimes allow our emotions to overrun us and Uh so we, we forget that we have that choice. And I guess in one way, I was fortunate that the type of work that I've been doing for the last 20 years in, you know, communication and and working with businesses and entrepreneurs really allowed me to have some sort of level of understanding to stand back and try and look at it from a a different point of view. Uh Now, having said that, they weren't in the moments when I was being delivered bad information. You know, and I was standing, you know, in a room full of doctors trying to determine what the next course of action was. I was not thinking like that. It was often later in the night when I was at home on my own in bed, thinking back through the day of what had happened. Um, And one of the greatest things I think I did for myself at that point was I started to write things down. In fact, I started to write things down from the first night that I got that phone call. I was on the phone um, with the doctor and I can remember writing on the back of a, uh, a paper bag 
And I still had that piece of paper with me because it just reminds me of the importance of writing things down. I then started to write things down every day and, and that notepad never left my side because it allowed me to get the stuff off my mind so that I could think clearly because there were so many things coming at me and so many pieces of information. You know, I was juggling. He, My, my father lived three hours north of where I live and I was trying to manage his home. He had two dogs that had to be cared for. Um, you know, I was backwards and forwards to the hospital, which was an hour and a half south of where I live. So <laughs> between the two points was about a five-hour <laughs> drive. Um, and I was dealing with the police. I was dealing with decisions with the doctors. Um, my mum, even though they'd been divorced, they were still quite good friends. She had started to fall apart, so I was there to support her and Uh um, had lots coming at me all at once. So writing down became an essential element, which is something I've never let go of to this day. So when you say you were writing it down, is that like what people refer to as journaling or were these just notes as they came? Actually, the, the, it was a mix of both. It was notes. I, I, in fact, I ended up, in the end, I ended up with two um, small notebooks. One was for all the sort of the legalities and the medical things going on with my father and the other one was a journal for me with my emotions. And I was I actually um, quite often I, there were days in, in early in the piece where I would just be sitting in the hospital room with him uh-huh. and having conversations with him that, I don't know still to this day whether he could hear me, but because he was in a coma, um, that I would write down all of the things that I wanted him to forgive me for, all of the bad Mm. things that I had said to him. Um, I also wrote down all the things that I forgave him for because Uh in that moment um, all of those arguments seemed so irrelevant because he was – all I could see in front of me was a little old man in a hospital bed being kept alive by a bunch of machines making terrible noises and, and carrying horrific injuries. So, you know, that the when I started to write down the forgiveness things, I actually, it was making me really sad. So I started uh-huh. to write down something during that day that had made me smile or uh-huh. something that I was grateful for so that that then helped move me through some of those those darker thoughts and and sadness and I think that the you know what you're you've done naturally is something that you're now teaching people how to get through things and it reminds me of what I learned through Abraham Hicks and that is that emotional scale and you were saying you know you you had days of sadness and then anger and resentment and you know there is this emotional scale where we can be when we're right down the bottom is to be in that feeling of hopeless and despair and it's hard to jump from hopelessness and despair right up to number 10 where it's all joy and bliss and everything's going fine but um, as Abraham Hicks say it's just going from one level to the next and the fact that you were so self-aware and being able to check in with yourself I think is really important and from my experience I've I've found that that's something that people can actually learn is to, to learn more about themselves and be more self-aware to help them. What would you say to that? Oh, absolutely. And and look, even though I was self-aware enough at the time, there were days, and and sometimes it would turn into like a week, um, that I didn't do those things. And then all of a sudden I would 
I would have this feeling of being feeling like I was out of control and, you know, you know, I, I would start to ask the worst question in the world, which is why is this happening to us, you know? And, and one of the things that I discovered is that why is the worst question that we can ask ourselves? Because of the way the human brain throws answers at us, it's a never-ending question. So if you're saying, why aren't I getting the business results that I want? Well, your brain's going to give you every single reason under the sun plus more. <laughs> because that's the, way, that's the way it's wired. But if you say, "Why am I so awesome?" That's also that's a really great way to use the question. You know, <laughs> uh, and that reminds me. You know, when I was first with my husband, uh, he used to point that out because I always used to say that. Oh, why? Why is this happening? You know, why did that happen? Why is that? And he turned around to me one day and said, "That stop saying that. You know, you'll bring more of it on." And you're absolutely right. Once I stopped, yeah. so did all of the drama and, uh, you know, all that yeah. rotten stuff that I was attracting. Yeah. And look, I, I'm saying that doesn't mean that I didn't feel sad or angry during those days, but what it did allow me to do was to help rein those feelings in a little bit so that I could function because, you know, and really my business suffered the most and, um you know, that's one of the things that I want to get into shortly because I know a lot of listeners, you know, do have their own businesses, um, is that you've got to be able to control yourself so that you can get on with things, but it really comes down to putting a priority to your life. And um, up until that point and the assault, I had my priorities a little out of whack because I was all about my business and then my family and friends, um, which... I've now sort of turned upside down um, and it's all about my family now, my friends, and my business fits in at, to my lifestyle, not the other way around. So, oh, Sue, and I love that you've said that because that's what we're about here at Reclaim Your Freedom is helping people to reclaim their freedom and create their ideal business life. And, and I think you've just touched on something there and it's really sad that you had the tragedy happen that got you to that awareness of, wow, my priorities were all wrong, focusing on the business, and now, as you say, you've turned them upside down. So we're going to take a short break. You don't want to miss the next part because Sue is going to give you some practical tips on what you can do to turn your business and your priorities upside down. Stay with us. We'll be right back. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. Shirley Dalton's guide, Five Simple Steps to Business Freedom, is changing the way today's professionals balance their work lives and the rest of their lives. You can enjoy this guide free when you discover businessfreedomfighters.com. You'll find out how to get out of the stranglehold of business and get your life back. The secret is not working longer or harder. It's working smarter and better. You'll join the thousands who find this guide and Shirley Dalton valuable resources for their business. Visit businessfreedomfighters.com today. If you like the Reclaim Your Freedom radio show, you can join Shirley Dalton for her TV show, Empowered Business TV, where you'll get to meet her guests in person and join in with activities to improve yourself, your team, and your business. 
watch demonstrations of techniques and strategies you can implement immediately. Plus, regular business owners who are happy to share their experiences and secrets that have made them successful to help you achieve the success you want in business and in life. Visit EmpoweredBusinessTV.com today. Voice America Business Network, the bottom line in business. You are listening to Reclaim Your Freedom with Shirley Dalton. If you have a question or a comment about the program, please send an email to questions at daltonbusinesssystems.com. Again, that's questions at daltonbusinesssystems.com. Now, back to Reclaim Your Freedom. And we're back. And today, we're talking with Sue Henry. And Sue is the founder of I Forgive You, which is a program and also an app that you can get. And, you know, Sue shared a little bit about her story with us where her father was robbed and assaulted and unfortunately didn't make it. And I almost feel really awkward asking Sue to share her story with us because I can imagine the pain. I know for myself, you know, if I had to deal with that, I'm not sure how I would cope. So, Sue, thank you so much for sharing your story because I can imagine it mustn't be easy going back into that, you know, time after time after time. Yeah, thanks, Shelley. Um, No, it's not always easy, but what drives me is knowing that by sharing that story I I am helping others and and you know just when I think I can't do this anymore uh, I'll get a phone call or receive an email to say hey I heard something that you said I've been disconnected with my family and I've reached out and we're now reconnected and and that that to me um is, is what really the purpose behind what I'm doing because, you know, my drive is to help people understand um, on a deeper level what, you know, relationships are between one another. And, you know, there are things that I refer to now. I look back um, over time with my father and, and look at the arguments that we used to have and think to myself how extraordinarily petty they seem now in context to what's happened. Mm-hmm. And... Back then I couldn't see because I was living with a narrow view of life. You know, I was, you know, stubborn. I didn't want to see his point of view. And and quite often um, when people are in disagreement with one another, they can only see their point of view and they're not willing to look at the situation from multiple levels. Uh, probably um, one of the greatest things that's come out of that for me is that I realised that um, sometimes forgiveness is not necessarily about forgiving a person, but mm-hmm. it can be about giving a situation and a set of circumstances that are really out of your control. Wow, well, that's interesting. So it's not necessarily about forgiving the person, but it's about forgiving the situation. That's right. And, and that's also not to say I'm that condoning behaviour by a long shot because we're all grown-up adults um, that know right from wrong. And the people that breach that um, certainly have a lot of work to do. And we have a lot of work to do to come to understanding why they do those things. And that's probably been one of the greatest things for me is that that very first night that I went into the hospital and I walked into the hospital room, I was completely overwhelmed 
with sadness. And I was sad because I kept looking at my father thinking, how could another human being inflict this much pain on somebody else? And, mm-hmm. and you know, my thought process started to go to, well, what must, how angry must have that person been to get to this point? And what drove that anger? You don't just wake up one day and go, I'm going to belt somebody to almost within an inch of their life. Something must have driven that. I then yeah, generally about, we don't. <laughs> no, I then set about to find out, you know, what, what was the story behind it? And I guess that was really my first step into trying to understand this, this mythical word called forgiveness because, you know, we all know and we all hear, you know, to forgive is to get on with life and, and to forgive is to set yourself free and, you know, all of those things. But it's you don't wake up and go, today I'm ready to forgive my ex-husband or today I'm ready to forgive my children or, you know, whatever it might be that you need to forgive, you don't wake up and go automatically go, I'm ready to forgive. There's a whole series of steps that have got to happen to get you to that point. And, and we'll talk about that in, in a minute, but I just want to make the point there that you, you say you don't wake up in the morning and say, right, today I forgive and then that, that's it. And it's almost like there's a little bit of a, a, um, a thing there between your heart and your head. You know, your head can say, well, I'm deciding and, and that, and yet there's the emotions. So, so how do you put that together? Because I've heard you say on occasion that you made a decision to forgive and to be happy. You know, so yeah. why, what does that mean? Why is that important to understand that? Um, I think it's really important to understand. And the reason that I say that is because we do have choices. And, you know, we wake up every day and we go, okay, today I'm going to, you know, the first thing we might do is decide, am I having coffee when I first get up or not? Um, and and that, that, that human ability to make choices mm-hmm. includes everything in our lives. It doesn't mean because we get hurt with pain that we don't have a choice. It doesn't mean that, um, you know, we, we can't change the path of our life. You know, I was, I, early in the piece I started to look at the word forgiveness and what it really meant. And I did a lot of research, you know, on um, the world's best encyclopedia, Dr. Google. Um, <laughs> and, and I read a lot of books and, you know, I, I talked to a lot of people. I talked to, you know trauma counsellors and I talked to victims of homicide groups and all sorts of people about the concept of forgiveness and what kept underlying it all kept coming back was that people don't seek forgiveness but they do seek happiness Uh and forgiveness is a result of finding happy in your life. Say that again, that's really important. Yeah, forgiveness is a result of seeking, finding happy in your life. So basically, if you can get to a place where you feel fully aligned with being happy in a moment in your life, then you're able to see the world in a different light. You're able to see the world from brighter eyes, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. And you're able to make better decisions for yourself. Because the the, the the biggest thing is that you can't control anybody else. You can't control your spouse, your partner, your friends, your family, strangers, but you can control yourself and you can control what goes through your mind. And we've all heard, you know, and I'm sure all of the business owners listening have heard this before, what you think is what you get. 
Mm-hmm. You know, so we have the choice. We can either feed our brain and ourselves with, you know, the way forward and the way we want to be, or we can allow our emotions to run wild and our thoughts to run wild and take us down a path that we don't want to be on. Yeah, it's not good. So what you're saying there is that um, in choosing happiness, you basically get to forgiveness. So how do we get happy? Yeah, that's a really million great dollar question. question. <laughs> <laughs> um, and this one's taken a bit of exploring to find and it's taking a lot of searching um, within myself to find this. And one of the... It, and it does start with yourself. And so to, in order to sort of, you know, get to that stage, there are six key areas that I've identified. And look, there could be more, there could be less for some people. But the six that I've found is that the very first one we have to explore is ourselves. We need to understand how we interpret the world. We need to understand how we perceive things. And if we can get perspective on a situation or on our lives, it enables us to move that next step forward. So I'll give you an example. If you're reading a book and you come across a word in that book that you're unfamiliar with, so it's something in our vocabulary that you've not heard of before, if you continue to read past that word in the book, your mind won't actually remember much and you'll keep going back to that same book or there might be a sentence in the book that you don't understand and you reread it three or four times. Mm. You you can't move on reading that book and um, being able to understand it until you've made sense of it. And trauma or hurt or pain in life is exactly the same. Once you can make sense of it, whether it's right or wrong, um, but once you can make sense of it, you can actually then move forward. So we have to start examining ourselves and we have to start putting ourselves first. One of the, so, the so. biggest things that – sorry, go on. No, you go. I was just going to say one of the things that I realised was that I was putting my business before my lifestyle. I was mm-hmm. putting um, the needs of my clients before my own needs in, you know, my allowing my timetable to be um, disrupted easily by external factors. And I'm, I'm sitting here red-faced and guilty on that one. <laughs> <laughs> and look, we all do it because we think we've got to be of service to our customers, which please don't get me wrong, we do have to do that. But we've just got our our priorities a bit mixed up. You know, we often, um, you know, we'll see different ways of doing things, but we'll put ourselves behind that. We think, right, I've got to get this marketing strategy done, so I've got to do these 25 activities and we'll spend all of our time in the office focusing on those 25 activities and we might work late, which means our family are getting fed late or we'll skip our gym class because it's more important to get the marketing strategy ready um, than to go and exercise. Oh, yes, I so hear you there. And, and often that is the first thing to go is our health and fitness and our diet and exercise um, when yes. we're in business uh, and then the family, of course, as you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. So. And, and please don't, don't, you know, I'm not without failure in that area, you know. So because <laughs> we're human beings, we do make mistakes. The important part is not to beat up on ourselves about them but to put them into context. 
And and so, Sue, unfortunately, you've had this tragic experience which has led you to these realisations. But out of that, the gold is that you've now come up with your six elements for helping people to be happy because it's through happiness that you can get to forgiveness and you can get your priorities right. So we're going to take a short break here. And when we come back you're going to show people the rest of those six elements so listeners come right back because you won't want to miss the next five points stay with us from the boardroom to you voice america business network If you like the Reclaim Your Freedom radio show, you can join Shirley Dalton for her TV show, Empowered Business TV, where you'll get to meet her guests in person and join in with activities to improve yourself, your team, and your business. Watch demonstrations of techniques and strategies you can implement immediately. Plus, regular business owners who are happy to share their experiences and secrets that have made them successful to help you achieve the success you want in business and in life. Visit EmpoweredBusinessTV.com today. Shirley Dalton's guide, Five Simple Steps to Business Freedom, is changing the way today's professionals balance their work lives and the rest of their lives. You can enjoy this guide free when you discover BusinessFreedomFighters.com. You'll find out how to get out of the stranglehold of business and get your life back. The secret is not working longer or harder. It's working smarter and better. You'll join the thousands who find this guide and Shirley Dalton valuable resources for their business. Visit BusinessFreedomFighters.com today. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. Listening to Reclaim Your Freedom with Shirley Dalton. If you have a question or a comment about the program, please send an email to questions at daltonbusinesssystems.com. Again, that's questions at daltonbusinesssystems.com. Now, back to Reclaim Your Freedom. Welcome back. You've been listening to Reclaim Your Freedom. And we've been talking with Sue Henry and Sue has been sharing her six elements to happiness. And the first element was to um, be aware of yourself and to uh, become aware of yourself and to put yourself first. And she's now going to share the next five sections of this or the next five elements, I should say. But Sue, when you were saying about putting yourself first, how many hours do you work in a day now? Um, between three and five. Okay, just hold that. Did you <laughs> get that, listeners? Between three and five and still runs an amazing business. So tell us more about that. Yeah, look, I, um, well, I didn't work for nearly two and a half years um, when it all first happened. And when I, I, I call it my re-entry, when I came back into running my business uh, full time, um, I decided that I wanted to do things differently. I, I wanted to make my family and friends and life a priority. So I, I, I had to look at my business and see where I could make that work for me 
not me work for it. So I, I sat down and applied what I knew. And as business owners, we know what to do. But we create all sorts of hoo-ha, <laughs> if you like, <laughs> around <laughs> what we should be doing because we've been um, in, indoctrinated, if you like, into this nine-to-five mentality. Even though uh-huh. we leave the workforce to start our own businesses, we still think that we're going to show up at 9 a.m. or 8.30 to 5 or, or whatever it might be or work late into the night um, to achieve what we need to do. And, you know, I'm not saying that there are not some businesses that require that level of um, input. And there's certainly been days that I've done more than those five hours. There've been day, there've been weeks that I've not done anything for three days, and then spent two days doing five hours. Uh-huh. So it's really about being in um, alignment with yourself and um, making yourself that. You know, it comes back to making yourself that priority. Uh, what I actually found was that I was doing a lot of activities in my business that I didn't necessarily need to be doing. So the way that I approach things now is I look at an activity and I say, if this is going to take me an hour or more that is not in my niche specialty, then I'm going to outsource it. I love it. I love it because we do, don't we? We focus on $10 instead of $10,000 an hour jobs. Exactly. And can I tell you how much time that actually frees up? is quite incredible and look there might be listeners um that are thinking well that's all fine and all for you because you've been doing it longer (laughs) well let me tell you (laughs) i was the business owner that was i I taught myself how to you know build html pages on my website so i didn't have to pay somebody to do them i taught myself how to do most of those marketing type tasks within the business because it was in my mind cheaper to do than pay somebody else What I didn't realise was that (laughs) paying for an hour's worth of work from somebody freed me up to charge more for the value of my time. And it's done a lot for my creativity because Mm -hmm. I'm not bogged down in the details. Wow, there's some really, really, really great points here and this is what we're about is helping our business owners to reclaim their freedom and so that's some great points you've given there about outsourcing. Can I just um, add something in there? Sorry, Shirley, can I just add something yeah. in there? Mm. When, when we begin that process, you don't have to say, oh, okay, well, I'm going to get a VA for 20 hours a week or I'm going to put somebody in my office 20 hours a week. I started in a really small way. I got actually um, a friend of the family, a young girl who was looking for a job, and I asked her to come in for an hour once a week. One hour once a week. Just to get started. So that one hour I think was costing me about $25 or $30. Now, Uh (laughs) for me that was a lunch, (laughs) you know. It was... (laughs) It was a small sacrifice that I had to make in order to start that ball rolling. And then I slowly built up to it. So you don't have to go all guns blazing, you know, full on into it. You can, you know, just drag it back a little bit and break it down into small chunks. You're running your own business. There are no rules. You make the rules. 
I love that. And I think there'll be people sitting there thinking, yes, but, you know, people won't want to come in for an hour or people won't want to do this. And as one of my customers said to me one day, he said, Cheryl, don't say no before the customer does. <laughs> That's right. Exactly. Look, you'd be surprised at the amount of people out there that are, you know, in their own businesses willing to do something just to get a little bit of work through the door. Mm-hmm. Okay, great. Well, you're giving us great information here and I love it. So let's get back to these six elements for becoming happy. What's the second one? So the second one is about physical activity. What I've found is that when we're in physical activity, it helps slow our mind. And when I say it helps slow our mind, it helps us just focus in the moment so we can then take – Look, I'm not a doctor, but it makes us feel good. <laughs> and one of the things I love to do is play golf. Now, I'm not very good at it, but I love getting out there and I love the, the idea of being out there, you know, on a sunny day, just hitting the ball. You know, so through this process, sometimes I've just had a day of going and hitting golf balls, not at a golf course, just at a, a driving range, which has just allowed me to focus on that silly little white ball <laughs> for half an hour that's then giving me some refreshed time and and I've come back thinking clearer and straighter. Love it. It might not not be golf for all of our listeners, but it could be a walk around the block. It could be a drive down to the beach and, you know, walking along the beach for a few minutes. It might be I actually joined a a women's soccer team um, early in the piece and that was, I, I call that my saving because... Every week for one hour, I had completely me time and I was moving around and and that fed and nourished that need for me to be moving. There's also a commitment in that too, in that you can't let other people down. If you've joined that, then you need to turn up. So sometimes we can let ourselves off the hook if we think, oh, I'll get up and do my exercises today. Oh, I don't feel like it. I think I'll sleep in. Uh, but if you've got to be there for your team, you, you get there. That's so right. I'm just just mindful of the time here, Sue. So what's the, yeah. what's the third element? So the, the third one is what I call being calm. And it's about um, breathing, <laughs> really is the basic level of being calm. So sometimes we will be so caught up in our problems that we almost forget to breathe. And just sitting back or standing up, taking a, a really deep breath can help relax and calm our thinking, which then enables us to make better choices in our lives. And so we don't have to go and meditate for an hour. We can simply take a couple of deep breaths and relax in the moment and then move on with things. Now, I highly recommend meditation and if you've got an hour to meditate, awesome. Um, But if you're like me, meditating, (laughs) you're sitting there going, okay, and when's the talk in my head going to stop and I've got that to do and I should have done the washing earlier today and I've still got to get that campaign out and all of the things are going through your head. So you just got to try and find some simple little mantras that can help you slow down. What's yours? I just say <laughs> time for rest gives us more time for productivity. Time for rest gives us more time for productivity. I love it. What's the fourth point? So the fourth point is around food. Now, as communities around the world, we've been taught that um, turning to food can be a bad thing because it 
you know, we put on weight and we, 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 we eat badly. When in fact, food can be a real nourisher of the mind and the body. So when we gather around food, it becomes a social interaction with others and it allows us time to just be with other people. So it's it's also about making, you know, good choices so that, you know, at, at a basic level, we should be drinking a litre of water a day. Now, I've had that drummed into my head my whole life, but it wasn't until all this happened that I started to do that and it started to help make a difference. So it's a really small one, but a really important one is, you know, making sure that you've got three meals, you know, scheduled during the day or five meals, however it is that you break down your thing, that you actually stop leave your office, eat, and then come back. Oh, do you know, Sue, that's a really important one for me because when I was consulting with businesses and I'd go in and I was amazed at how many businesses did not have a lunchroom. They might have a bit of a kitchen sink and a kettle or a microwave and people would be sitting at their desk eating their lunch and I'd think, oh, man, you really, to me, it should be yeah. going out and uh, and I say should, you know, like I'm, um, <laughs> I need to be careful with that. But I used to think it, you know, there's there's got to be yeah. some downtime to get away from your desk, sit and have your lunch and, and as you say, chill out. So I'm really glad that you brought that point up. Yeah, like I don't always take like an hour's lunch break, but I will, you know, make my lunch and I'll sit outside in the yard, you know, I have a home-based office, but I'll sit out in the sun for 10 minutes, mm-hmm. eat my lunch and then come back to work. It's amazing what that, that time to refresh and, you know, just down tools for that few minutes can do for you. Mm-hmm. I hope people are listening to this. I really do. And, in fact, one of my clients, I I do remember they did have a lunch room they did have a big kitchen and everybody actually stopped for morning tea and lunch together and it was so nice and and even as a business owner you actually get to know what's going on because people start talking as you say where it's a social interaction when they're sitting there having lunch and you find things and think oh didn't know that was happening oh thanks very much (laughs) that's very true that's very true and look I I love food and you know that it's one of my greatest joys in life is being able to share a meal with family and friends because you know that that conversation that it brings that that joy of you know tasting delicious food really can make your soul sing yeah okay so we've covered the four out of your six elements there the first one was self-awareness putting yourself first making yourself a priority the second one was physical activity to help slow your mind The third one was being calm and whether that's through breathing or meditation but at least calming yourself down and you had a great mantra there which was time for rest gives more time for productivity and I really like that. And then the fourth one you mentioned was food where it can be a nourisher and having um, social interactions with people and particularly drinking water and scheduling a break. So talking about breaks, this is our last break. We're going to come back and Sue's going to share Elements five and six. You won't want to miss this. Stay with us. We'll be right back.
business community's first choice in Internet Talk Radio, Voice America Business Network. Shirley Dalton's guide, Five Simple Steps to Business Freedom, is changing the way today's professionals balance their work lives and the rest of their lives. You can enjoy this guide free when you discover businessfreedomfighters.com. You'll find out how to get out of the stranglehold of business and get your life back. The secret is not working longer or harder. It's working smarter and better. You'll join the thousands who find this guide and Shirley Dalton valuable resources for their business. Visit businessfreedomfighters.com today. If you like the Reclaim Your Freedom radio show, you can join Shirley Dalton for her TV show, Empowered Business TV, where you'll get to meet her guests in person and join in with activities to improve yourself, your team, and your business. Watch demonstrations of techniques and strategies you can implement immediately. Plus, regular business owners who are happy to share their experiences and secrets that have made them successful to help you achieve the success you want in business and in life. Visit EmpoweredBusinessTV.com today. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings of the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our wall. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You are listening to Reclaim Your Freedom with Shirley Dalton. If you have a question or a comment about the program, please send an email to questions at daltonbusinesssystems.com. Again, that's questions at daltonbusinesssystems.com. Now, back to Reclaim Your Freedom. And we're back. You're listening to Reclaim Your Freedom. I'm Shirley Dalton, and we're talking with Sue Henry today. And I'm loving this conversation because this is something that is really close to my heart, and that is to help you as the business owner to reclaim your freedom and to get your time and your life back. And as Sue is giving you all of these points of things that she's learned, I'm sitting here going, yes, 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 yes. (laughs) And it's nice to hear it from somebody other than me banging on about it. So so thanks very much for sharing all of that, Sue. I love it. So let's get into, this is our last segment, let's get into uh, the elements number five and six. Number five is my absolute favourite and that is to find fun in your day. So now I'm not talking about you know, having a full comedy segment in the middle of your work day, but I'm fine, I am talking about finding something that you can laugh about every day. One of the things that um, early on in the piece when my father was first assaulted, um, I was talking to my mum and I said, we, we made a commitment to one another that despite whatever was going on, we would find it somewhere that we could laugh about something every single day. Mm-hmm. Because when you laugh, it's very hard to stay sad. <laughs> And, you know, even if you put a smile on your face now, even if it's a fake smile, you're going to find it really hard to stay sad, angry or frustrated when you're smiling. 
And it's interesting you say that because when I start the radio show, I sit up straight and I do put a smile on my face and I put that spring in my voice uh, and often listeners I'll just share there just, just to get me over my initial nerves. Um, <laughs> but it's true. <laughs> it it, yeah, it does make a difference. And, and look, we've got that wonderful tool at our fingertips called YouTube and it is full of funny videos um, you know, depending on what makes you laugh, I, you know, I, <laughs> there are lots of things that I like to watch. You know, comedians, you know, there's plenty of things out there that can help us get to that laughing point um, because it's so important that we have, have that laugh because it releases chemicals in our body and I'm sure there are listeners that are experts in this field. Um, as I said earlier, I'm not a doctor, but I do know that laughter makes you feel good. Love it. Thank you. What's number six? Number six is the one that's going to be very close to all of their listeners, and that is um, making good choices around your business or your career. So if your business is frustrating you and you really don't like it, then I'm going to put this question to you. What are you doing it for? Yeah. Well, I know what they'll say. Money <laughs> pays the bills. That's right. A job can pay the bills. You know, that we... We don't have to be trapped in what we're doing, but we do have a choice to find a way to enjoy what we're doing. Oh, that's fantastic. You don't have to be trapped. You do have a choice to find a way to enjoy what you what you do. I think I sort of said that right. Yeah, what you're doing. That's exactly right. So, you know, um, there are elements of my business, that my consulting practice, that I used to really... I'd come into the office and I'd resent having to do them. Even though I was good at them, I wasn't happy doing them. So now <laughs> I've outsourced them, <laughs> you know, or, or people come to me and say, I'm sorry, I don't do that. Well, but you used to do that. And I'm like, I know, but I wasn't happy. Here's somebody that's really going to sing with joy in helping you with that. <laughs> you know, Sue, and I'm just going through this myself. I'm actually been training somebody to do the business systems work because, like you, I'm much more interested yeah. these days in our personal development and self-awareness. Well, actually, I've always been interested but never had the guts to, to follow it. And, um, and now, just as you're saying it, I thought, I don't love that. I'm good at it, yeah. but I don't love yeah. it. And yeah. so I'm making the move to change. Fantastic. Yeah, so, so you know, that, that sort of rounds out the six things, you know, of, of happy and really underlying it all. And I call it choose happy because it's about a choice. Am I having vanilla ice cream today or chocolate ice cream? Am I going to do my own accounting today or am I going to outsource it? Am I going to introduce a service to my business that I love to deliver or am I going to introduce a service that I do because I know I'm good at it and the market will pay for it? Love it. So what's the one thing that listeners can do? You know, as soon as they get off the radio interview today, what can they do? Look, the very first thing I would suggest is to <laughs> have a look at your life and see how great it already is and try and go at least an hour without complaining about something. <laughs> I love it. No complaints. There you go. That's the first thing you can do. Don't I complain. Know. No, it's a small thing, but, you know, if we, we start to fully appreciate what we've got, take everything away. If you've got 
loving your life and, and, and I don't mean in a, necessarily in an intimate relationship. There are people out there that love you and there are probably people out there that love you that you don't even realise that love you. I had a lot of trouble um, prior to this incident expressing how I felt towards my family and friends. Um, <laughs> and, you know, on occasion, you know, I've been on the phone. In fact, I was on the phone not too long ago with a friend of mine and before the conversation ended, I said to her, I just want to let you know how much I value our friendship and I want to let you know I love you. Ooh, gooseys. The phone went dead silent and I'm like, oh, God, I stepped over the line. <laughs> and all my past fears about sharing emotions and feelings came roaring up and then I heard this little, thank you. And I was like, oh, thank God for that. <laughs> and she said to me, Nobody in her life except her husband had ever expressed to her that she was loved. Oh, my God. I was completely overwhelmed by that moment. But I was also reassured that the path that I'm on in sharing these stories and these thoughts and feelings is the right thing to be doing. And, look, thank you so much for sharing this with us. And you've also got a gift for our listeners as well that they can get from shirleysradiogifts.com. Um, can you quickly tell us about that, please? Yes, yeah, so I've got a little booklet that I've put together with some of these thoughts in it called Unlocking True Happiness. And it's a mm -hmm. little guide to just give you a starting point of understanding and gaining some perspective on where your life's at. So, you know, you asked me earlier if there's you know something they can do immediately. It's a free gift. There are no, there is no obligation for anything. You will be offered other things, but um, you know, it's it's really my gift to the world, and and I want you to benefit from it. So please take advantage of uh, of using my knowledge. Mm hmm. And you've also got an app that people can download as well. Oh yes, most importantly. <laughs> Um, I have an app called I Forgive You, and it's free to download in both the um, iOS, uh, sorry, the iTunes Store and the Google um, Store, Google Play Store, and um, it's free, and it will always remain free. And it's just a little tool that can help you express and release some of these feelings. So it's kind of like a journal, but in your inside your phone. Um, the app allows you to send messages to other people if you choose to do that or you can just express what's really on your mind and let it go. We don't oh. keep data that you send. Um, so, I really want to thank you today for sharing your story and your journey, and people can get that app, I Forgive You. Sue, you've really made me look at my life and my business and think about things I already have and can be grateful for. So <clears throat> thanks so much for joining us. Until next week, I encourage you to make a decision, if you haven't already, to be happy, to forgive yourself and others and the situation, and that will bring you much closer to creating your ideal business lifestyle. Thank you for joining Shirley Dalton and her amazing guest this week on Reclaim Your Freedom. Please tune in again next Tuesday at 1 p.m. U.S. Pacific Time for another edition on the Voice America Business Channel. Until then, relax just a bit and have a great week. Enjoy the upcoming weekend and we'll see you here for the next show.